1: Is Gabby's fiance hiding out here? The swamp buggy search.
2: This thing goes through anything, mud, muck. And FBI raid on Brian Laundrie's sister's house. As
1: John Walsh takes aim at the fiance. and I'm praying that America gets together and we catch this coward. And the park ranger who was there when they pulled Gabby over, breaks her silence did police miss the signs that gabby may be a victim of domestic violence plus citizen sleuths on the case
2: there is new information about brian laundry's whereabouts
1: then sledgehammer revenge right. the contractor who destroyed the new shower in a dispute over the bill
3: Angry man in your house, violently destroying your property.
4: Ed. This is my first shot, and my second shot, this is my third shot. Booster bandits. They didn't ask me whether I'd had one before or not. Plus. The small green bottle found at the bottom of the river
1: after almost a century. The message discovered inside. It was
2: folded and rolled.
1: And why it meant so much to this woman. (laughs) Ed. Ballroom redemption from college admission scandal to dancing with the stars. Side edition with Deborah Norville.
2: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The FBI announced today that an autopsy has confirmed that the body found in Wyoming is that of missing Gabby Petito, and her death is being labeled a homicide. Meantime, the search is intensifying for her fiance, Brian Laundrie. Just yesterday, police said they had exhausted all avenues at a nature preserve near Brian's Florida home. But today they were back out using special gear, including a swamp buggy. Stephen Fabian reports.
5: Police and FBI agents are returning to the nature reserve where Gabby Petito's fiance may be hiding. It's a manhunt by air and swamp buggy. We're about 10 feet in the air on top of what's called a swamp buggy right now. And you can see why it has that name. This thing goes through anything, mud, muck. We're going through about three feet of water right now. Investigators here in Florida are using vehicles like this in the search for Brian Laundry. And one thing's for sure, you can't hide from a swamp buggy. Before dawn, a sheriff's helicopter equipped with infrared thermal cameras swept the alligator-infested Carlton Preserve. The chopper's flight path shows the helicopter making several figure eight passes. Sightings of Laundry are pouring in. Could this shadowy image be him? It was captured by a motion activated game camera at 6 a.m., 500 miles north of today's search site. The Laundry family, attorney Stephen Bertolino, tells Inside Edition Laundry's parents are concerned about the well being of their son and cooperating with investigators. The FBI raided Laundrie's sister's house today, 24 hours after they raided his parents' home. After they left, I tried to speak with her, but she did not come to the door. Now, John Walsh, best known for America's Most Wanted, and now host of investigation discoveries in pursuit, is aiming his sights squarely at Gabby's fleeing fiance.
1: I'm praying that America gets together and keeps an eye out for him and we catch this coward. It's gonna be the public that's gonna spot this dirt bag and then he's gonna pay and his parents are gonna pay too because they have been non-cooperative and they
5: helped him get away. And was she pregnant? That's the chilling speculation triggered by this video which shows their van parked in Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. Just before you see the van, look there. Propped on the log, is that a film strip showing a sonogram? Now compare it to this standard sonogram strip. They sure look alike. The spot where Gabby's body was found is now marked with a cross of stones, a memorial to a young woman whose loss has touched so many hearts.
2: And questions are being asked about the way police handled their questioning of the young couple after they were spotted arguing. On that newly released 911 call, a witness says he clearly saw Brian striking Gabby. But cops on the scene perceived Gabby to be the aggressor. Now a park ranger who was there says she told Gabby to reconsider what she perceived to be a toxic relationship.
3: The park ranger who was there when Gabby Petito was pulled over warned her that her relationship with Brian Laundrie seemed toxic. Park ranger Melissa Holes says she spoke woman to woman with Gabby in the back backseat of a police cruiser on so August 12th right, right. in Utah. The traffic stop happened after a witness called 911, seeming to contradict the police report that depicted Gabby as the aggressor because she scratched Brian.
2: We're driving by and I'd like to report a domestic. Feud. The gentleman was slapping the girl. He was slapping her? Yes, and then we stopped. They ran up and down the sidewalk. He proceeded to
4: hit
3: her. all morning. I was imploring with her to reevaluate the relationship, the park ranger now says. I was asking her if she was happy in the relationship with him and basically saying this was an opportunity for her to find another path to make a change in her life. But Gabby told the park ranger she wanted to stay with Laundry. She doesn't want to not be with him, today. So. She had a lot of anxiety about being away from him, the park ranger told the Deseret News newspaper. But retired Los Angeles Police Sergeant Cheryl Dorsey says Gabby may not have felt comfortable discussing her relationship with Brian while he was
2: nearby. All they had to do was separate the two, uh, inconvenience them, if you will, put this young woman in a place where she could speak freely out of his presence about what was going on. I'm choosing not to say him.
3: Neither Gabby nor Brian was charged, but they were told to spend the night apart to cool down. We thought we were making the right decision when we left them, says Holes. It's hard not to second guess myself and wish I had said more or wish I had found the right words to make her believe that she deserved more. We asked domestic violence expert Mindy Murphy to analyze the traffic stop video. She's distraught, she's you know, anxious, she's fearful, uh, and he's calm and, 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 and collected. Uh, which is often what you see in a batter. A batter is using power and control, and the victim is is left um, kind of scared, disheveled, um, uncertain.
2: morning. Today, Gabby Petito's family released a new statement saying they will be speaking out for the first time, quote, when Gabby is home. We'll have a bit more on the case later in the broadcast. There's a right way and a wrong way to handle a dispute over payment, and this way is probably going to end up in court. Here's Megan Alexander.
3: A contractor with a sledgehammer makes an obscene gesture at a home surveillance camera, then demolishes the bathroom he just renovated.
6: We put weeks into this, thousands of dollars into this.
3: The contractor claims he's owed money, so he's going to destroy what he built. The owner is not home, but a neighbor pleads with him to stop.
6: Sir, please stop. Please stop. Is somebody going to pay me? Sir, I'm just asking you to stop. It's not your house to destroy. This is, this is my property. This, this is, is my property. Hours. I have receipts for everything.
3: I do understand that you The contractor's wife is there with him as he dares someone to call police.
6: I'm
3: more than happy to deal with the police. More than happy. More than happy. Homeowner Amber Truckee told Inside Edition she was horrified when she came home and saw her newly renovated bathroom destroyed. It's just really hard as as a single woman to watch a video of an angry man in your house violently in a rage destroying your property and screaming. She says she had already paid the contractor in Colorado Springs more than $3,000 of the $7,500 bill. Talk about how you set up the payment plan. One of the biggest mistakes I made was there was no contract. There was no agreement. They gave me an estimate, and then, you know, at the end, they demanded payment Two hours after they finished while I was at work and said, Listen, I, I need to get home first. I need to check it. The company says communication broke down and resulted in our company repossessing a tile shower. It has never happened before and is not something that has made regular practice. Let
6: me tell you something. No contractor in the state of Colorado will fix that when they found out I took it back because you refused to pay me. This
2: is that's not true. Since that video was made public, three contractors have offered to fix that bathroom for free. Other news today, if you're confused about whether to get a COVID booster, join the club. The messaging has been wildly inconsistent, but some people aren't waiting for the official go-ahead, and they've got a nickname. They're called Booster Bandits. Here's Jim Murray.
4: Ted Rawl is a so-called booster bandit. He just got his third COVID shot without his doctor's approval or the FDA's. I walked into a CVS, and I said, hi, I'd like a COVID vaccine, and they didn't ask me whether I'd had one before or not. Here they are, his official CDC vax cards. Yep, he's got two now. This is my first shot, and my second shot, this is my third shot. The 58-year-old cartoonist says he got a third shot because he has a history of lung disease. I can't get COVID. I don't think I would make it so i had to do whatever i needed to do to me this was a life or death situation more than one million americans are reported to have gotten unauthorized booster shots and while the nickname booster bandits may suggest it's illegal it's not and according to this medical ethicist it may not be unethical either i'm not going to condemn it i'm just going to say boy be careful Wait another month, wait another two months. We're going to have the answer to what's the best time to get a booster. Meanwhile, there are concerns that President Biden may have spoken at a super spreader event today, the U.N. General Assembly. It's my honor
1: to speak to you for the first time as president of the United States.
4: 100 leaders from around the world are in New York up, for the annual gathering, but some are refusing to get vaccinated. Right before Biden spoke today, the president of Brazil addressed the assembly. He's known as the Donald Trump of South America, and he's anti-vaccine. Because he's unvaxed. he's not allowed to eat indoors at restaurants in New York. Last night, he was spotted gobbling a slice of pizza standing on the sidewalk surrounded by his cabinet.
2: The 30th season of Dancing with the Stars kicked off last night, and all eyes were on actress Lori Loughlin's daughter, Olivia Jade. She's hoping to show a side of her that people don't know after the college admission scandal.
4: Olivia Jade made her Dancing with the Stars debut last night and got high praise from the judges.
2: Well done. Okay, I'm so proud of you. This is the start of a brand new chapter in your life.
4: Paired with pro Val she danced the salsa. But some viewers were not too pleased to see her on the ballroom floor. Stop rewarding terrible behavior, said one. Olivia Jade, you did not get wrapped up in a scandal. You were the scandal, went another. Her parents, actress Lori Lachlan, and fashion designer Massimo Giannulli, served time for their part in the college admission scandal. Now Olivia is trying to so put sure that in the past. Well, I'm honestly just really grateful to have this experience. And the highest score of the night went to Jojo Siwa who made show history paired with a female partner dancing the quick step.
2: The first elimination of the season will take place next week.
1: Next, the Gabby Petito death investigation. The citizen sleuths who helped locate Gabby's body.
2: There is new information about Brian Laundrie's whereabouts.
1: Plus... The small green bottle found at the bottom of the river. After almost a century, the message discovered inside.
2: It was folded and rolled.
1: And why it meant so much to this woman. (laughs) Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. The Gabby Petito Investigation. Next in Edition. Could her fiancé's parents face charges? They have been non-cooperative and they helped them get away. Then, bars on wheels.
0: Come on, guys,
1: here we go. Pedal, 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 pedal. The hot new way to party.
2: Bars on wheels taking over the streets, but just how safe are they?
1: Next in Edition.
2: The Disappearance of Gabby Petito is a news story that has captivated both news organizations and social media, where users have not only been posting about the case, but actively investigating it. Les Trump reports.
6: They're amateur citizen sleuths who went into overdrive in the Gabby Petito case.
2: There is new information about Brian Laundrie's whereabouts. When I heard the news about it, it just really, like, stuck with me.
6: Haley Tamayan did everything she could to solve the case. Why have you been so interested in the
3: case? When I saw Gabby's case, she's very, like, similar to myself. We're around the same
2: age. You know, I'm also a YouTuber. I'm also engaged.
6: Haley could not believe the reaction to her posts. 10 million views my post before that
3: maybe had a thousand views
6: wow and this is liz cooper she combines two things that seem a mismatch she does makeup tutorials while also doing analysis on the gabby petito case So let's go through all the information that we have together right now. She says her four million followers are obsessed with every detail.
5: What's going on with the Gabby
6: Petito case? Holly Allen is another citizen sleuth who has been focusing on the case. There are a lot of Internet sleuths who are are so fascinated by this case. Why do you suppose that is?
3: Um, I really think it's in the details. They go on this cross-country trip and one comes home and one doesn't. So I think that's what's really drawing people in. I truly believe that the traction that this case got, not just on TikTok, but on all different social media platforms, really made a big difference.
2: And just to show you how much interest there is in the case, on TikTok alone, the hashtag Gabby Petito has been viewed nearly 700 million times.
1: Still to come. The small green bottle found at the bottom of the river. After almost a century, the message discovered inside. It was folded and rolled. And why it meant so much to this woman.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's time to commit. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's a message in a bottle thrown into a river more than 90 years ago, and it's just been discovered.
4: Jennifer Dowker is a boat captain who gives tours of shipwrecks, so she knows all about sunken treasure. Sometimes she has to put on diving gear to clean the windows of her glass bottom boat. Recently, she made a discovery that shocked her. The color caught my eye. It was a small green bottle at the bottom of Michigan's Sheboygan River that's nearly 100 years old. And there was a message in it.
2: It was folded and rolled and, and the bottle had a cork in it. So the cork was pretty badly deteriorated. Uh, the bottle was full, about two thirds full of water. So I knew it was going to be fragile paper to get out of there.
4: Jennifer showed us how she delicately pulled the water-soaked paper from the bottle. I was
2: thinking I don't want to rip it. The paper was really wet.
4: Lo and behold, it turned out to be a long-forgotten message from 1926.
2: Will the person who finds this bottle return this paper to George Morrow? sheboygan michigan and tell where it was found november 1926 can you believe it was in the water for 95 years
4: jennifer posted the letter and photos on her facebook page nautical north family adventures and one of those who saw it is michelle morrow primo the daughter of the man who wrote the message he did a lot of sentimental things. Michelle drove five hours to meet Jennifer.
5: Oh, Jennifer. Oh.
6: ever thought in a million years,
4: Michelle brought along a journal her dad had kept while serving in World War Two.
6: See how the writing here matches up with his writing there. I just can't believe that it's all in one piece after 95 years so
2: I found it just about right here.
4: Michelle says Um, she thinks she knows why her dad threw the bottle into the river. It says November 1926. His birthday's
6: November 15th. I think he might have thrown this in the river on his 18th birthday. A bottle
4: up from the depths that has now found its way home.
2: It's like I found a lost treasure. As you can see there, boat captain Jennifer had the bottle and message framed to give it to Michelle, but Michelle said she wanted Jennifer to keep it. And when we come back, Marines to the rescue. Finally today, send in the Marines. These Marines are ready to
3: serve. In their dress blues, they came across a car stranded in flood water and pushed it to safety.
2: they are here to serve. That is Inside Edition. We thank you so much for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow.